Welcome to our Joy Summer Series. This is week number two, and today we are talking about finding joy and serving your family. I know. Trust me, it's possible. Hey there, welcome back to another episode of Redefining Balance podcast for working moms. I'm so glad that you're here to hang out with me today because today we are starting into week two of our Summer of Joy series. If you missed last week's episode, go back and have a listen. You can, of course, listen to this one first, but I am going to reference last week's episode a bit as we talk about what joy is and how to find more joy in your life, because that's what we want to be focused on over this entire four-week series is how you can really bring more joy into your summer and honestly beyond your summer too, because let's face it, we want joy all of the time, right? Like not just in the summertime, but I know for me, In the summertime, I don't know, it just feels so good to focus on finding joy. Now, as we are talking about finding joy in serving your family, we all serve our families, but we don't always do it in the most joyful way. (laughs) As I know, sometimes we can be building up resentment or looking over to see if our husbands are doing as much as we are and kind of keeping score on what that looks like. We also might be comparing ourselves to our other friends, our friends that are moms that are not moms, friends that are different stages in their life or in their career and kind of the way that they are serving their family. I know a lot of people have the issue of kind of comparing how their husbands serve them and what is that right balance in that and You know, we can get caught up in all of these kind of feelings and emotions that go around serving in a family way. I know even sometimes grumbling over laundry right, or the dishes or cleaning the bathroom or the list could go on and on. But one thing that I know for sure is that when we allow these non-joyful feelings to kind of creep into our service of our families, well, it just brings about more non-joyous feelings to our life. And and when we're seeking to have more joy in our life, then we really want to get to those root causes of things that are doing the opposite of that. It's kind of like when we talk about redefining what balance looks like for you and your life. Oftentimes, it's hard for us to pinpoint what balance looks like for us or, or how we would define balance. But I can guarantee you, we can all easily define what out of balance feels like or looks like in our lives, right? So it's kind of that same thing where we know those non-joyous feelings easily can come up when we're talking about taking care of the house, taking care of the family, taking care of the kids and all of the responsibilities that go with that. Now, remember last week, we talked about joy being a fruit of the spirit and the differences between joy and happiness because they are not the same thing. It's not like you have to be happy about cleaning the bathroom toilet. I mean, I guess you could be, but it's different, right? When you're doing something out of joy for your family versus out of just being cranky and angry that you have to do it. Now, one thing that is for certain when we're talking about joy being the fruit of the spirit is that when we follow the instructions for life that are in the Bible, and yes, the Bible is full of instructions on how to live our life, all of our areas of life, they're all in there. And he gives us great example and great instruction on how we can live in those different areas. But when we are reading the Bible, when we are searching for those answers, when we are are trying to apply those biblical principles to our lives, that's what moves us closer to experiencing the fruits of the Spirit, including joy. So 
I know last week I talked about it not being like a a switch that you can just turn on and then you find joy, right? It's something that you kind of get over time as you're growing in your faith and, and moving closer to God and with the Holy Spirit. But there's a lot of things that we can be doing along the way to help move that process along and and really opening ourselves up to be filled with that Holy Spirit, to be filled with the fruit of joy in our life. Because if we're so filled with resentment and anger and frustration and just overall grumpiness, it's going to be really hard to then add joy into that mix, right? We want to kind of empty ourselves of those negative things so then we can more easily be filled with the positive things like having joy. Now, when we're talking about the Bible and kind of what instruction it gives in this area, you guys, there's so many Bible verses about serving your family, taking care of your family. I mean, you can go from Proverbs 34, when you're thinking about the Proverbs woman and and what she does to take care of her family, Philippians, 1 Corinthians, 1 Peter 5, 5, Mark 10, 43 through 45. I mean, there are so many verses all about serving your family. And, you know, one of them that it doesn't even talk about necessarily serving your family, but it is whatever you do, work heartily as for the Lord and not for men. Colossians 3.23. When we are serving our family, we are serving God. And honestly, it's our family is like that very first realm, that first circle that we have to be the hands and feet of Jesus, to show Jesus to them. I know so many of us, all of us, probably want our kids to grow up and be in the faith and to follow Jesus and have a relationship with him. And we need to be an example of that. And it's not just being an example of reading our Bible and praying. Of course, that absolutely should be a huge piece of that. But if you're doing all of those things, and then every time that your kids ask for something or they see you and your husband interacting together or you and your boss interacting together, everything that you just don't want to do, you're like, oh, oh, and it makes you angry, right? Like, I don't know about you, but I have teenagers right now. And sometimes I'm like, hey, can you clean your room? And I get the same response from them. And so if they're seeing me act in that same way, I can't really get upset when they're acting that way either, right? So if I want them to to react in a more joyful, respectful way, then maybe I need to be modeling that as well. Because again, it's not that we're not serving our family. It's not that You know, we're just sitting there and letting them fend for themselves. Of course, we're taking care of the kids. We're cleaning the house. We're prepping meals. We're shopping, taking care of doctor's appointments, medications, involvement in school, youth group, all of the clubs and sports and all of the other things our kids are involved in. You know, we do all of these things. The issue isn't doing it. It's the spirit in which we are doing it that is the issue. That is where the joy can come from. It's that heart issue that's behind it that makes all of the difference. Now, I know for me, I want to serve my family with joy, but oftentimes our intentions and our reality are not always the same. And this goes for, gosh, just about every area of life, right? Like when we can sit down and say, okay, what do I want my career to look like? What do I want my marriage to look like? And how do I want to be as a mom? And, you know, we can kind of dream up these amazing intentions and amazing goals for all of these different areas of our life. And then, you know, we wake up the next day and we start going through our habits and our routines. And if we don't really change those, we're just going to keep getting the same thing. And the reality might not always match that goal and intention that we've set for ourselves. Now, I have been praying about this topic for a bit of time. This is something that I felt like God put on my heart, gosh, almost a month ago. Time flies so much. 
but this is something that I felt like he really wanted to be part of this series is, is the joy in serving. And so I really had to go and pray after God and be like, okay, this is something that you want me to include in there. This is something that I struggle with a lot. So how in the world do you want me to approach this topic? Because I mean, like I say all the time, I'm a fellow working mom, just like you. And we're all learning together. There are people that I learn from. There's other people that you learn from. I learn from so many people in our community all of the time. And this is no exception to that. But as I've been really praying over the last several weeks about this and just really spending time with God to show me what are those things that keep us from experiencing joy and as we serve our family. And really, I got three things from that time in prayer and, and things that I feel like God has just kind of been moving with me. And, and the more I've been talking about these things with some of my friends and other moms that I know, working moms that I know, these are not things that are just things I'm struggling with. These are kind of universal mom type things. So let's see if you can relate. Number one is the thing that keeps me from, and really these are not in any like order order. They're just the three things, okay? But the first one is forgetting that this is what God created me to do. God created me to take care of my family. He gave me this family and trusted me this family to take care of. As the wife, as the mom, this is my role in doing things. Now, it's not that I can't do other things like work outside the house. Of course, I absolutely can. God has called me to do all kinds of things. But this is what he's definitely called me to do. This is my very first ministry is to take care of my family. Now, when I lose focus of that biblical principle, when I can start focusing on the more worldly messages about equality and housework and are my needs being met above the my needs of my family and you know all of those those types of things and I can start thinking about the world and me and all of the other things but I lose sight of God and I lose sight of his purpose for this assignment that he has given me and that can be hard like that can instantly take away the joy of serving when I forget that right? And it, and it does become about things being equal because things are never going to be equal. Things are never going to be balanced in that way. And so there's always going to be things that you can be upset about, right? Number two is when I become a martyr and I don't take care of my own needs. When I am always putting everyone's needs first and never attending to my own, that's a problem, right? It starts to build up this little bit of resentment. Plus, if you're tired and you're hungry, you're never really going to be at your best anyway, right? And then the third one is really being more reactive. Now, this is one that's really been at play a lot with me in the last week as we've kind of gotten back from vacation and really struggled to kind of get back into habits and routines. And, you know, when you come back from vacation, work has piled up, the house is a mess, like there's just a lot that needs to be done. And so I follow my systems to to get everything done and be very productive. These are the systems that I teach in Life Balance Membership, and they are very effective at being productive. But sometimes we overschedule. We have a to-do list that's way too long. And for me, when I get interrupted, I lose it, whether I am even just thinking and someone interrupts my thoughts or if I'm doing something and someone asks me to help them to do something else. That requires me to drop what I am doing to drop what I am thinking, to change subjects, switch gears, and help 
whoever is asking for help, whether it's my husband or my kids or or whoever else. Now, when that happens, there's very little joy in that for me being interrupted. And I find the older and older I get, the worse and worse that is for me. But it's being reactive to people, being reactive to my family when I am already just feel so stretched thin. It causes me to snap sometimes and it's definitely not bringing joy to me and honestly to my family either. Now, I don't know if you can relate to any of those, but I have a feeling you probably can because most, like I said, most of the women who I talk to, they absolutely can. So these are the three things that I've been really kind of praying about. And and as God has revealed them to me, I keep thinking, okay, God, but this is like a podcast where people can come and get the tips and inspiration that they need. So it's one thing to call it out, but it's another thing to do something about it. So what do we do about these three things? So let's go back and look at that first one, right? Forgetting our focus of God, forgetting that he created us to be the caretaker, to be the one who is taking care of our family in so many different ways. And to say that this is not to say that God doesn't have a unique role for our husbands in serving our family as well, or even with our children. The Bible gives them instruction on how they are to serve in the family as well. We all serve together, but as wives, as moms, we have a very unique role in that that is outlined in the Bible. And so where do you begin with that? Well, it's pretty obvious. We need to tap back into the vine. We need to get into the word of God. We need to have that quiet time with the Lord to have him reveal things to us, to convict us of things that we might not necessarily be doing in alignment with the things that he wants us to do. Now, if you are a member of Life Balance Membership, this is where the Bible study that we have in there called Setting Goals in God's Will really helps. Because in there, we have Bible verses on all eight different areas of life and kind of what God is calling us to in those. But it also walks you through in how to digest those different verses and instructions to help you really come up with a game plan to move more in alignment with God. And it really is a personal thing, but the truths are the truths and the truths are in the word of God. So if you are in there, I highly encourage that you pay special attention to the parenting material, the marriage material, and the home material, all of those Bible verses that are found in those three different segments. And more than just reading the verses, because we can read through the verses on the podcast, but it's really taking it that deeper level. It's about bringing yourself before the Lord and opening yourself up and saying, God, I, I really want to follow you in this area. I want to have joy in serving my family. And I have not had that. And I repent of that. And I want to have a different spirit around that. So I need you to guide me. I need you to show me the way. And then as you're looking for those verses and you're reading through those verses, the spirit will show up. When we ask, when we knock, he shows himself. So you can can take some of that material and take heart and opening up the Bible and saying, okay, God, show me, teach me, guide me. Let's go. That's number one most important thing. (laughs) When we talk about balance, we talk about the three things that have to be there for balance. Number one is following God, 100%. Having God first and foremost in your life. And if we're looking for joy, there you go. Number one, God's got to be first. Seek him first above everything else and all these things will be given to you. All right. Now, number two, we talked about this martyrdom that comes, right? When we steals our joy when we're not taking care of ourselves. 
when we're coming to serve our family from an empty cup. And a lot of this is that resentment. A lot of this is like this feeling that we have of, I need to do more. I need to be more. I need to have the house 100% clean. I need to make sure the kids have like the cutest clothes on with their hair nicely done so that if anyone sees them, they know I'm a good mom, right? Or I need to make sure that, that all of these things are taken care of. And you know what? It doesn't really matter if we are doing all of these things and we are personally falling apart because then when we're personally falling apart, it's kind of like those Snickers commercials, okay? When the people are really, really hungry and they're just not themselves. That's kind of like what this does, right? When we're putting all of these needs of everyone else above our own and we never get to our own, it can create a problem. It's hard to have joy in that way. Now, let me just be very perfectly clear here. I am not a fan of the whole take care of yourself before you take care of anyone else movement. The big self-care movement, the self-love movement that's going on in the world today. And here's why. Number one, it's a slippery slope. That's my only real reason is yes, we do need to take care of ourselves. Yes, we need to love us because we are created by God, not because we're like You know, it's a slippery slope. I'll just say that. When we can start to look at ourselves that way, it can start to be where we almost start to worship ourselves or look at ourselves as a God. And that is not, 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 not healthy, good, true, none of that, right? So we have to be very, very careful on the way that we are approaching this, but we do need to take care of ourselves. And honestly, when I think about self-care, it's truly how you would care for your kids. And I've done YouTube videos about this, other podcasts. If you've listened to a while, you've probably heard me talk about this before. But when we're talking about self-care, ask yourself these questions. Are you getting enough sleep? Are you eating healthy things? Like not a lot of sugar, things that are going to help your brain work, even out your hormones and your moods and, you know, all of those things. How are you dealing with stress? How are you taking care of your physical body, your mental body, your emotions? We take care of our kids, right? And thinking about all of these things, making sure that they have time to go outside and run to get their energy out. We recognize when they need some social time and we arrange play dates. Like we do these things for them, but we don't always do it for ourselves. And so when we're talking about not being a martyr, when we're talking about filling up your own cup so that you have something to give to your family and you can come at it from a place of joy, it's not like an either or where you're taking care of yourself before you take care of your family or instead of taking care of your family, you're purely just like taking care of yourself to be the best version of yourself so that you can serve them, if that makes sense. It's not a matter of I have to do my own self-care before I can take care of my kids. Your kids are probably going to want to be taken care of first. But if you are coming at it from a place of well-restedness, if you're not eating junk, like that right there is a winning strategy. So make sure that you're taking care of yourself. And this last one about being reactive is huge. It just really is. And it really comes down to a lot of what we talk about as far as creating systems for ourselves. Because if you're like me, you don't like to be interrupted. But I also want to make sure that I'm there for my family when they need me. But I also have to get stuff done, (laughs) right? But it's this whole reactive versus proactive mentality that I think we can shift towards. 
And now there's been different seasons, even I wouldn't even call them seasons, but different periods of time where I've done better about this. Like when the kids were in school this last year and I was working full time and doing homeschool, I was much better about being proactive and serving my family. When things get busy, that's when the reactive mode starts to kick in. And that is where the anger really can start to take over for me because, again, I don't like to be interrupted. And like I said before, I don't think that it's going to get better anytime soon. In fact, I, I think it's getting worse every year the older and older I get. But what I can do about this, because it's I can't just change, like snap my fingers and decide, okay, I'm going to feel differently about this because that's that's just not doable, right? But what I can do is that when I serve my family, I can be proactive about their needs. And what that looks like is two things. Number one is it focuses my heart and mind on them, meaning I have to actually think, like when I'm doing my morning routine, think, what's going on with my kids? What do they need today? What's on their schedule? What about my husband? What's his day look like? And how might they be thinking? How might they might be feeling? What physical needs do they have? What environmental needs do they have? But when I start my day by thinking and focusing my mind and my heart on them and what they might need, it changes so much because now I'm approaching it from a heart point of focused on them versus a heart point of looking at all of the things that I need to do today where I'm very focused on me. Now, number two, it allows me to show my love for them and allows them to experience that love. Now, this is a lot of going back to, you know, the golden rule, treating people how you want to be treated. You think about like if you were to wake up in the morning and someone had been proactively thinking about how you might be feeling that day. What's going on in your world today? What physical needs do you have? How you might be doing emotionally, mentally, physically, like socially, all of those things that we just talked about, right? Like imagine if someone was proactive about those things and was like, hey, I know you have a really busy schedule, so I packed a lunch and here's your coffee and you just feel cared for and loved, right? It's a very precious thing. And so what if we could do that for our families and really put them first and give them the space to feel loved and just truly love on them? And when we can see that effect that they feel that love, that's instantly going to bring us joy. I know because I've tried it this last week to really shift in this reactive approach. And it's amazing, amazing how much joy and love you experience when you are giving that away, when you're giving it to the people that you love most in your life. Now, the other side of this, (laughs) okay, so we talk about being proactive instead of just being reactive and really thinking ahead and doing ahead before they even ask, right? So there's no interruption because their needs are already met. But if you are a mom like I am a mom, then you know, you can say, here's your sandwiches, here's your things, here's all of this stuff. Every once in a while, your kids come in and they just want to talk to you about their favorite video game or a TV show or their toy or a friend or the dog, or they just want to talk to you. They want to connect with you. And that is a precious thing that we need to not hurry through and push away. And I I know I am guilty of this. And I've talked to so many other moms that are guilty of this too, being like, I am too busy, go play. I need to do this right now, which, you know, there's truth in there. Sometimes we really need to get on a conference call or we really need to do X, Y, or Z. But if we can kind of create more white space in our time when our kids are around 
to be able to fully give them our attention, to listen to them when they want that, that is a huge thing. And if you can be proactive about your calendar to say, okay, I'm going to, I'm going to hustle. I know a lot of people don't like the hustle word, but you know what? Between this time and this time, I know my kids aren't going to need anything from me because they're preoccupied with whatever else it is. So I'm going to double down and be as productive as I humanly possibly can so that when they are around, if they need me, I can make myself available. That is a huge gift that you can give to them. It's a huge gift that you can give to yourself because then we're avoiding that whole mom guilt thing of being like, oh my gosh, today my kids wanted to talk to me and I was too busy and it just didn't happen and now I feel guilty and you're already giving so much, right? When you are being very proactive about that, you're giving them white space, there's nothing to feel guilty about, I'm sure. We can all find things to feel guilty about, but in reality, there's nothing to feel guilty about because we are serving them and that can give us joy because we're seeing the effects of what this love and servitude can have on those around us. So get back into the word of God, see what he has to say about serving your family and be connected with those truths, not the truths that everyone else is talking about. Making sure that you're taking care of yourself and your basic needs, right? Eating, sleeping, drinking water, being hydrated. There's so much joy that can happen when you are hydrated. And I am someone who hates drinking water, but I know for myself, my mood is better when I am doing it. And number three, be proactive versus reactive as much as possible. Soak in those moments with your family this summer and experience the joy in serving them. I hope that you found this information helpful and, you know, I would love to hear from you. So send me an email over at Jenny at yourliferocks.com. We do have our Facebook group. I am horror about social media lately, you guys. I don't know. Lately, I find so much joy in not being on social media at all. I have it on my to-do list to get on there, but you know, it just, it doesn't bring me joy (laughs) anymore. But I do love getting your emails, uh, seeing your comments on the YouTube videos, seeing your reviews of the podcast. All of those things are great ways to connect. And I would love to hear from you. Now, next week, we are going to be doing week three, continuing our joy in the summer series. So make sure that you stay tuned for that one. And until then, keep building a life that rocks. Bye. Hey, just because the episode's over doesn't mean we have to stop hanging out. Head on over to Instagram and follow me there. You can find me at your.life.rocks. Or if you're more of a Facebook kind of girl, join our community of working Christian moms just like you. You can search Your Life Rocks over on Facebook and connect with us there. And if you're ready to truly create lasting balance and get results in your life, maybe it's time for you to join Life Balance Membership. Download the Your Life Rocks app in iTunes or in Google Play. You can upgrade to the membership right inside the app. And if you're looking for more resources to help you create more balance, head on over to yourliferocks.com.